You are Locked On Packers, your daily Green Bay Packers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. We're going to be okay. It is time. It is time. I feel like we can run the table. We're going to do it. You are Locked On Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for SB Nation. I cover the NFL for FanRag Sports. And you can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Packers. And you can find all of the podcast content at LockedOnPackers.com. This is an emergency podcast. Not a real emergency, but a football emergency because I said we weren't going to have a show. And then... Mike McCarthy decided he's going to fire his offensive coordinator and his quarterbacks coach. And then almost immediately, we had reports of who was going to be potential replacements there. And that was something that we had to discuss. It was also reported on Wednesday that the Packers were looking into general manager candidates and they were going to, they were going to interview all three in-house candidates uh, this week, Elliot Wolf was going to be first up, which I think gives us an idea of the pecking order of who they're prioritizing there, although other names have been thrown around. But, l- but let's focus on the coaches for right now because this is an important phase of redevelopment for this offense. And I think it is telling that they decided to go quarterback and offensive coordinator given the struggles of Brett Hundley and this offense without Aaron Rodgers. And they obviously feel like what they're getting out of those position coaches was just not good enough. Now, Rob Domofsky also reported that Edgar Bennett could be back. He had reported earlier in the week that potentially Bennett could be a coordinator again. He'd be demoted, essentially. But we don't know at this point. By the time you're listening to this, there may be more clarity on what the situation is. And in some ways, this felt like a heartening bit of progress for the Packers, and and not that anyone lost their job. That's not heartening. That sucks. But obviously, this offense has stagnated. Going back to 2014 when Rodgers was an MVP, starting with 2015, 2016, and 2017, this offense has not gotten better. If anything, it's gotten worse. It's gotten more predictable and less effective. And when you have the best quarterback in football, that just can't happen. And so this is a result of that. And Brett Hundley's poor play on the field is a direct result of what was obviously not coaching up to the standard that Mike McCarthy wanted. Now, what what is a little disheartening is then the, the names that have been initially reported, and obviously it's not an exhaustive list, but Ben McAdoo, Joe Philbin, and James Campen are all on this reported list. Campen is the current offensive line coach and was apparently going to draw some interest from other teams. Ben McAdoo is the former quarterbacks coach. He was hired by the Giants to be the offensive coordinator. That worked out for a season, basically. And the the Giants were convinced enough, by essentially by Eli Manning and Odell Beckham, that he should be the guy. And that obviously was a disaster. Now, Joe Philbin was... I think that would be a, a, an interesting name. He has not been a coordinator or a coach of any kind, really, since he was fired in Miami. He left, both McAdoo and Philbin left Green Bay, not not by firing or restructuring or whatever, but by promotion. 
Now, they neither of them found success in those other roles, but either did Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels went to Denver, and it was a pretty a pretty big struggle for him. But he came back, and the Patriots are better than ever offensively. So to think that a retread coach is not gonna is not gonna work is is foolish. It has worked. My my issue is Josh McDaniels is a young, progressive, innovative coach. Joe Philbin is not. Now the offense has been at its best in the Aaron Rodgers era when he was the coach, when he was the offensive coordinator, but he doesn't call plays. It would be a step toward continuity rather than progress. And I, I made the comparison on Twitter. It, it feels like with those names that Mike McCarthy is trying to make the Packers great again rather than innovate. And what I mean by that is he would like to return to days gone by with this Packers offense rather than figure out what it needs to look like moving forward. And to me, that's just not the right way to handle this. There are plenty of quality offensive coordinator candidates out there receiver coaches, offensive coaches, quarterbacks coaches, college coaches who could come in. I mean, my mom sent me a text during the Oklahoma-Georgia game and said, why are college play callers so much more creative than the NFL play callers? I mean, she gets it. This is not hard. The college game innovates more than, than the pro game. And in fact, the pro game in their innovation have really just been stealing college concepts which is fine because they work. That's why they use them. But so Green Bay in in bringing back a, an old coach is not pushing forward. They're trying to recapture glories of seasons past. That is not what you want from a coaching staff, especially not a coaching staff that has experienced so much upheaval this offseason. Now, I, I'm, I'm okay with Joe Philbin, as I said. I want no part of Ben McAdoo. No offense to him as a guy, but after what we saw in New York, how is anyone supposed to have confidence in him to do his job? I mean players, I mean coaches, I mean the organization, anyone. I just don't know how you recover from such an embarrassing showing this season. I mean, couldn't even answer post-game press conference questions. Now, maybe if he's the offensive coordinator, that's the role for him. But that was one of the least creative offenses in football, if not the least. I mean, all they do is play out of 11 personnel. And the offense was successful in that first season because they had Odell Beckham. And he is a, a transcendent playmaking talent. Green Bay doesn't have that. They have Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, but they don't have any receiver talent that can do what Odell Beckham can. They have Devontae Adams. And they have an aging Jordy Nelson and a and a 65% of prime Randall Cobb. I mean, that's it. And, and a good running game. A good running back crew. A good offensive line. They have the pieces in place. So go find a young offensive coordinator that can come in and help push this offense forward. Now, if that means Mike McCarthy needs to abdicate play calling duties, maybe that's what needs to happen. If McCarthy is going to look around and say, this was everyone's fault but mine, and what we really need to do is bring back Joe Philbin or Ben McAdoo, then Green Bay, who just extended McCarthy, has to look seriously 
at wondering if really the problem is Mike McCarthy's inability to adapt. And, and, and I've talked about this over and over and over and over. His inability to adapt and innovate and move forward. And I know I'm using these, these silly buzzwords, but, but those are the words. That is what this offense is missing. It has not moved forward. You look at someone like Andy Reid, who, who deep into his head coaching career, a successful head coach, less successful than, than Mike McCarthy in terms of, of winning a Super Bowl because Andy Reid has never done that as a head coach. But deep into his tenure as a head coach, he has brought in assistants that push him and urge him to make changes. And he has totally reshaped this Kansas City Chiefs offense. There's a reason that Doug Peterson left Andy Reid, went back, went back to Philly, and turned Carson Wentz into an MVP candidate. It's not because they're running the old Donovan McNabb offense. They're not. Andy Reid has adapted this offense. It's not even the, the Alex Smith offense they were running a few years ago. And now Matt Nagy is, is, a, is a trendy head coaching candidate as an offensive coordinator in Kansas City because the Chiefs' offense is once again outstanding. So... I don't want to overreact to reports because until a hire is made, we will not know what this offense is going to look like and what the, the decision was in terms of direction for this team. But it is worth monitoring. And I, to me, it will be disappointing if Mike McCarthy decides that the right move was to go into the past rather than look to the future. That will be what will be most disappointing to me, and I, I think the results will bear that out. Now, this is going to be a good team next year. As long as Aaron Rodgers is healthy and plays 16 games, they're going to be in the playoffs. But that's not the that's not the bar anymore. I mean, we're way past that as the bar. 2009, they made the playoffs. Okay, bar cleared. Now the bar has changed. And if you're not competing for Super Bowl titles every season, then you are not living up to where you should be. And so these are important hires for Mike McCarthy and they're important hires for the, for the organization. Now, perhaps a change at the top is exactly what is needed. Bob McGinn, you may recall, reported that Mike McCarthy had grown frustrated with the front office's inability to bring in guys who are able to play their systems because Ted Thompson refused to sign anyone. And maybe an Elliot Wolf or a Brian Gutekunst or a Russ Ball is going to say, Let's bring in some veterans, and maybe that's enough. And maybe status quo offensively is good enough to, to get them to a Super Bowl because Aaron Rodgers can just cover for, for everyone and everything. Maybe. He was an MVP in 2014, but it is not a sign of progress to be looking at these old names. Do I think Joe Philbin would be a bad hire? No. He'd be fine. And I think Rodgers would love it. And I think, you know, Jordy Nelson would love it. But it, it doesn't push this offense forward. Now, maybe Philbin has enough gravitas to go to McCarthy and say, hey, Mike, we need to make some changes and push him a little bit. And maybe that is what is needed. I mean, you look at what Pat Shermer did in Minnesota. He's had head coaching opportunities. He's been an offensive coordinator multiple times. He's failed as a head coach. But he has turned the Minnesota Vikings offense around. Maybe that is the, is the kind of situation this could be. We, we don't know and we won't know. Now, before we go, I want to remind you about mybookie.ag. Bowl season 
is not quite over. We still have a national title game, so there's still plenty of time to get on the action at MyBookie. Are you sick and tired of getting the runaround when you ask for your payout? Sign up at MyBookie today and get paid fast when you win. Where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on. And if you want to make money betting the bowl games, the national title game, the NFL playoffs, go to MyBookie.ag. It's the only site I recommend. I trust them. But go check it out for yourself. They have odds on every matchup. Live in-game betting for the playoffs. Some of these games are dogs. So you want to put some action on it, make it a lot more fun. Uh, you you will have the opportunity to do that. And in the, the user interface is great at MyBookie. They will match your deposit bonus up to 50% when you use the promo code Locked On. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. We're going to follow the the... General manager story and all of the coaching hires in the coming days and weeks. Again, my plan, my plan was not to have a podcast today. And I'm, I'm recording this on Wednesday evening. I'm going to put it up right away just so there's some instant reaction to all of this. It's going to function sort of as our Thursday podcast. But my plan is not to have a podcast the rest of the week unless we have more breaking news. And if we do, I'll jump on. I'll do 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever it is. I will try not to be verbose and go 30 minutes. But, you know, I can't make promises. The normal Wednesday show was supposed to be a short podcast, too, and it turned into 31 minutes. So sometimes I, I just get on a heater. It happens. But we will we will monitor all of this closely. The Packers apparently want to wrap up the GM search sometime next week. So... I thought it would be the end of the week. It looks like it's going to be closer to the beginning of next week, which is all which is all fine. Um, there is there is theoretically no rush, especially if the idea is they're just gonna they're just gonna hand the job to someone in house. So we will see how that plays out. I will keep you up to date on all of the the coaching hirings and firings. Unfortunately, the, the information is flying fast and furious at this point. So if I miss something, it's only because it, it is not out yet at the time that I'm recording this. And that's just the nature of of the medium. Stay with us. There is obviously, I mean, this is this just this week has proven there's going to be so much to talk about as we move forward in this offseason. So do me a favor. Stay locked on Packers.